Yo, it's your girl, Keeping It Funky with Spunky, and... At the end of the day with Cliss Bay. And we're your hosts for your new favorite podcast, About My Business. Ish. This podcast is about how everything we learned about money, we learned through hip-hop. So let's get into it. Let's do it. A few weeks into 2023, is it everything you imagined? I mean, we had like four fights at our schools um, this past week, so... Was it just too much of a break? Girl, I think, I don't know, like, the kids typically don't get crazy until it starts to get yeah, hot outside. Right. But no, like, it's like 39 degrees and they fighting at the bus stop. Oh my gosh, bless mm-hmm. bless love. Well, I'm glad we're having a conversation today about rappers versus preachers. Maybe it's some <laughs> spiritual <laughs> content will flow yes. from this conversation to you through the school. Because that's just essence of well, today we're here to have more of a better conversation, more positive conversation, <laughs> um, where we talk about um, the difference or the similarities of rappers versus preachers. So this conversation or this topic came to me when I was just really just thinking about commonalities in the neighborhoods and our communities and who is our who are our biggest influencers. I mean, when you think about it, when someone runs for office. What's the first thing they go grab? They grab your pastor and your yep. hip hop artist as local. So it's like those That's are our right. biggest influences. And so I just wanted to know why. Like what influence do they have on us? How do they even get to us? Why is that a part of our just day-to-day culture? So just to start it off today, if we oh, just to put the disclaimer out there, this isn't about spirituality of the pastor. Please. Just the influence he plays in the community. That's it. Please, babe, if you had to take a stab at it, what would be some of the similarities between rappers and pastors that you could just think off the top of your head? Girl, influence, um, the gift of gab rhetorical skills um the ability to build community amongst people Mm -hmm. so i love that i think that also too just the the, the, i guess the things we can see on his face like the jewelry the cars and designer clothes and suits are very similar i mean every it was like this thing growing up i don't know why but if you had to guess the car of your pastor growing up what would you say what brand of car would it be cadillac (laughs) It was the Cadillac. And so when you think about the hip hop artists, any video you see, they're going to be driving the McLaren, the Lamborghini, the big time car, because that's a symbol of status. Right. You were telling me about a video that you saw of Jay-Z. He was talking about Mm -hmm. rappers or something with their money and spending. Right. What did he say? Oh, so Jay-Z was being interviewed and he was talking about how like when rappers first get started, in order for them to appeal to their target audience, they lie like about the things that they have, the cars that they drive, the women, the women who they, you know, get with. Like and so all a part of the game of like all part of the game. That's right. Make it so you make it for real. Yeah. And you know, it was a it was a pastor last at the end of last year, I remember, dude got robbed and they stole a million dollars worth of jewelry. (laughs) A million dollars. Like why does a pastor ever have that much jewelry? He sound like a walking lick to me. And the, the people knew that. So yeah. you don't understand they in these communities that are underserved and uh, limited resources. And you come that's in, right. they, they know what quality looks like. So yeah. you definitely have to be careful of that, too. And that's another thing. When those rappers go back to their old neighborhoods or their old places, if they come in there shining too much, it's typically a shootout or something that happens. Or it's always negative. <laughs> Did you say it's typically a shootout? <laughs> what? <Would> you- <laughs> <laughs> It's automatic. Get the bus in. 
those rappers that go back home, they always, it always is some negative energy. People don't like yeah. the imagery of like how you shining. Dude, okay. you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to get seen like I'm a Republican. I'm like, those gangsters, <laughs> those thugs. Those Chill. I, that is not what I was saying. I'm just saying. You yeah. can't go, you can't always go back home is all I'm saying. But I got you. Anyway, moving on. They're typically admired. Um, I mean, when you think about it, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier. When it's time for someone to run for a city council, judge, mm-hmm. mayor, or governor, whatever, they're going to grab a pastor and go talk about a big church within that community. And also, if you live in somewhere like uh, Atlanta where Stacey Abrams ran, she went and got 21 Savage. She had a little baby. Right. She had all these people up there because they know that that's what's going to drive some influencers that the pastor may not be able to reach. Another prerequisite to, um, you know, being a rapper or, you know, a a community figure like in the hood specifically, Mm -hmm. you got to be ready to give out them um, free frozen turkeys around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You told them that's true. (laughs) Bro, what are you doing right You got to give out them free frozen what? turkeys. Wait, wait, wait. I, love the, I think of Nino Brown when I think of that. Like, what do you mean? You saying pastors give out frozen turkeys too? Yes. And whenever you give back to the hood, you got to give them free frozen turkeys. I, I, I've seen them typically offer like a Thanksgiving dinner before the holiday. But I ain't no you know, pastor. They be lifting up the back of them big trucks and they be throwing yeah, the turkeys into the crowd. Brown, stop. Anyway, um, so <laughs> another thing that follows this respected and admired influence individual, it's always going to be the rumors. It's always going to be the, the negative positive side about them. And I think that's why both of them are so driven when it comes to and when they have an audience. Because they mm-hmm. really want to be thought of in a certain manner. But then when the rumors come, like a domestic violence case or a cheating scandal, they want to rely on those good things that they're hoping that the typical community is going to remember. Who like, had a domestic violence case? <laughs> like, what rappers? Or what pastors? Uh, any pastors? I mean, I don't want to get into the names. You can Google pastor and domestic violence. <laughs> Go down there, rabbit hole. <laughs> the good told me to Google. You can Google domestic violence, hashtag preacher, if that's what you want to do, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> And also, you mentioned earlier the call phrases. Can you go a little mm-hmm. bit more into what you meant by that? Call phrases? Mm-hmm. Like when they say, preachers say, God is good. All the time. And all mm. the time. God is good. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, or if you in a secular environment, throw uh-huh. your hands in that A. Hey. Wave them like you just don't care. Period. Or so... <laughs> So, yeah, that's not really one of them, though. (laughs) What F R E E? You can't even say that way. All right, I gotta like bleep the whole thing out. Free, right? right, Free, (laughs) talking about call and response. So, like, um, you down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. I mean, yeah, I mean, those can work, sure. That's fine. (laughs) Why do I feel like I'm getting an assignment wrong and the teacher just trying to be nice in front of the class? No, you like, got no, it. No. A plus. <laughs> no. Okay. One more. One more. So um, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Is that like a call? Yeah. That's okay. it. Okay. Bit, bit. 
Because everybody oh, know. What they he mean. may not come when you want him. But he always going to be on time. Why you act like you didn't know? Like, Girl, I ain't been to church in a minute. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. You want the Bible study tomorrow. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is unacceptable. <laughs> what? Okay. When it comes to pastors and rappers, they have a lot of women around. Okay. And they both are influenced because people like gravitate towards what they conceive as perceived power. Yeah. Like, I kid you not. It's this lady on Love and Locked Up right now. And I know you're going to watch the show, so I'm going to be real quick. They, she literally is dating a rapper that she met in prison, and they went to their first studio session, and it was horrible. But in her mind, she was mm. like thinking he was Tupac or Biggie, because that's her perceived perception of power. And it works the same way when it comes to pastors. When there's somebody praying on you and blessing you and saying all these positive things, women can kind of turn that into, oh, he feeling me. I'm not going to put it all on the women. No, I'm not going to put it all on the men either. So it's a dual action where people are gravitating towards these individuals because of their influence, because they're admired in the community. They had to perceive money. And so I just think that that kind of comes with the territory and it just takes a, a wise man to, to know how to manage themselves in that, in that, um, in those environments. Before we get into the article that I found, I wanted to kind of get a little bit deeper into something that I mentioned earlier about, um, like preachers and, um, and like rep, you know, rappers, their gift to gab mm-hmm. or their use of rhetorical appeal, rhetorical strategies. So typically, mm-hmm. um, both preachers and rappers, they, they're personable, they're easy to follow. Um, mm-hmm. I would say like, that doesn't mean that, um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that like, oh, since they're easy to follow or relatable, that they're just like such good people or mm. that just makes them like better than anybody else. No, they might just mm-hmm. have, like I said, the gift of gab um, mm-hmm. and there be is, really, man. really super persuasive, mm-hmm. you know, um, and many of them have a testimony. Um, mm-hmm. So like you hear a lot That's of times like preachers. Mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're able to get support because they say, hey, you know, I've been where you are mm-hmm. and now look at me. Here I am. And you can do the same if you do X, Y, Z. And Give so now. Tithes. People, yes. Pay your mm-hmm. ties. People are now buying into um, they're buying into a vision. They're buying into right. like, you know, this purpose and things like that. And the same thing with rappers. They say, you know, you know, they, they set the trends. They tell you what liquor to drink. They tell you what shoes to buy. Mm-hmm. They tell you what clothes to wear, how to style your hair, you know, what the men like, what the women like. And so it kind of mm-hmm. like, again, that gift of persuasion that mm-hmm. they have in common. And also, I just want to throw it in. I think those are excellent points. They also have the platform. So, even if, if you're not on the platform, like I always love the saying, he who writes, writes, because it literally means he who has the microphone, that's who is able to pass on the message. So with their platform, they also, in addition to have those great things, intangibles and tangible factors too, and not to mention the good looking ones, I think they went out for sure, because not only are they charismatic, have the personality, have the gift of gap, but they're also very attractive too. I just think that you're golden with that. But the level of influence and admiration, all those good things, they do come from the power of the testimony and me being able to be relate to your historicals. Like any, if right. I was a former drug addict and you said that was your problem or your issue, I now have hope that I can get over this because I'm looking at you as a, as a role model. Would that be fair to say? Right. I think so, for sure. So, yeah, I definitely agree with um with all of those points. In the article that I found earlier, and it just talked about 
Um, it was a list of rappers turned preachers. And so here the list goes. MC Hammer, we all know him. Um, Loon, and he was a part of Bad Boy. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, Mace, that was a good one. And number one was Curtis Blow. Oh, I said a hip. So I thought that was interesting. It's a good little list to kind of show the, you know, it kind of confirms that comparison that we're making between, you know, the similarities between preachers and rappers and then the fact that rappers have termed preachers. And so I just thought that was a really cool article to share. And it was back in 2011. No, I love that. It made it full circle. Like, so people not like, where did they get that crazy accusation from? Well, guys, <laughs> right. I'm an evidence person. It's made it the research. So thank you. That's a great addition. So now we're going to head yep. into, you got McDonald's money? We'll be right back after our, you got McDonald's money segment, which is an ode to parents everywhere who tried to teach us fiscal responsibility. Stay tuned. So this You Got McDonald's Money is a fun one because we're going to talk about when you're dating long distance now, who should come see who first? Go. Domain. <laughs> <laughs> Why no. do you say that? I got you. I got you. So, you know, my real answer, my short answer is the man. Um, mm -hmm. But my more extended answer would be it's completely appropriate or acceptable to meet halfway. Um, I would definitely say neutral territory is fair. Mm -hmm. I definitely would not recommend a young woman to go see a strange man in his city and you don't have any connections there. It's just too much going on and mm -hmm. vice versa. I don't suggest that. Um, a young man or an older anybody, like just be smart about who you go see and make sure that you um let somebody know where you're going, make sure mm -hmm. you know you tell somebody because you never know. Women can be dangerous, women can and men can be dangerous. So, you know, just be careful. So I think meeting on neutral ground is completely um permissible. I can agree with that because it's been this long haul conversation in addition to this where a guy has Loan a girl out, you know, pay for her ticket. Um, in some mm -hmm. cases, may pay for a hotel. We'll get on to that next as far as like, where do you stay? <laughs> but, you know, when they have that, when someone has the expectation that they have given up a lot for your presence, mm -hmm. I do feel like there's an undertone of, okay, why? Like, this person doesn't know right. me. So you have to understand how some people, a lot of people think if I'm paying money, then there's a certain expectation on what this trip is going to be about. And I feel yes. like that's getting kind of lost in our generation because everybody's like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, he got flued out, you know, all these things. Well, y'all need to know what come with that territory too because right. nobody's just doing that just because you're so awesome. They don't even know you. No. So, you know, it was crazy. Future had that, you know, that's how he got that uh, quoted for that. I'm good, love, and joy. Right. Because he flew a chick to Miami and she was like, you know, not with it. And he was, she was like, but we can go out to dinner or something. And he was like, I'm good, love, and joy. So, you know, <laughs> And, like, you know, you can't really be mad because why put yourself in a scenario like that? Exactly. You know, you had exactly. a romantic dinner. You know, if you mm -hmm. like getting flued out, like Carisha and them say, if you're right. getting flued out and right. by a rapper or, exactly. you know, a, an athlete, athlete and not to stereotype them, but, right. or even you know, just any big money guy, you know, they going to wind and dine and mm -hmm. come on, like, 
of course, you don't have to have S-I-X. Right. I I just don't want to spell it out. That's how they used to spell it. (laughs) S-I-X. When you're trying to, you know, when you like around kids and you're trying to trick them Mm -hmm. and you just spell it off. But anyway, so... (laughs) You, do, you you know, it's not like it's expected, but girl, you know what you was getting into. Why put yourself in that scenario mm-hmm. if you know you don't want to have sex with this man? Exactly. Like, why because, y'all staying in the same room in the same bed? Right. And there has to be some level of conversation. So, like, if a guy is trying to really date you, I don't feel mm-hmm. like he comes at you on a sexual tip on the front end. It really is trying to get to know you. Just in my right. experiences, it hasn't been a situation where it's like, you know, we're talking super sexual and then we you know we linking. I just feel like there's a different conversation. But let's level. be clear. Right. They want a hunch. Oh yeah, because they wouldn't have reached out to you to begin with. Right. But, you know, I've I've always required that the guy comes to my city or wherever right. I was living because, like you said, it's a safety issue. It does promote or foster a little bit more idea of this guy's intention. Mm-hmm. And you just have more control over the situation. To be quite honest, now, um, granted, right. once you guys are in your individual space, you know it does become a safety issue or concern but that's when you go back to like you said let people know who you are where you are who's coming mm-hmm. and going because it's so much going on like you know sex right. trafficking and all that stuff so women do have to be more cautious but guys are getting robbed too so you gotta be careful True. as well so okay what about this do you get in a hotel when you go to these cities or are y'all staying in the same space if I get to a point where I'm going to see a man in his city or we linking up or you know for some overnight stuff. I'm not getting no separate room. We staying together. Okay. Um, <laughs> it just depends for me. Like if I have, I don't really know anyone that knows you. You mm-hmm. need to get a room. And even in some instance, if we were cool and then you want to come to my city where I live, you need to get a room. It just depends on where we are. Wait a minute. Like how long y'all been talking? I mean, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it just depends on the level of comfort. What? <laughs> it doesn't matter. So you going I, on an overnight so trip? They're coming. If they were to come here, uh-huh. certain individuals need to get a room because we're still trying to fill each other out. I don't know you. This and is even like if the first upon first meeting. It's upon first meeting, but it can still be the same way, even with someone I've known for years, but never romantically knew. Okay. I see. So it's still new. It's still new. Okay. It's just. Small pin, but there are certain people where I felt comfortable because I had fact I could check who they are. I knew people that knew them, um, you know, for a certain amount of time. So I felt more comfortable staying the night with them versus I guess where I'm coming from, and I feel you on that, but where I'm coming from, like if we've gotten to the point where we're traveling together, like it's already established that we want to have sex. How do you know that you've never been in that person's presence though? I'm not saying I haven't been in his presence. I'm saying we have. No, we're still talking about the long distance. Okay, so you're talking about we're past the who comes to who first. Yeah. There's always been a there's already been a first encounter. Exactly. I'm not oh, just yeah. like hunching no, on nobody. This is the first meeting. No. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's what I was confused about. Okay, so on the second and third, absolutely. Like we're comfortable, we're traveling together. Yeah. It's totally fine to yeah, okay. share space. No, I agree hundred percent. I think I was talking more so on that first time. Like, are you oh. staying with that person or are they getting a hotel room? Like, what is the Oh yeah, for sure. If it's like the first time, which that was the original question, so I don't know how I got off, but like <laughs> um, but for sure, if it's like the first meeting, 
then you don't know anything about this person. It's different where you can fact check a person and kind of that's have true. Some of a rapport. It just depends. It depends on how many times I've been FaceTime. I depends. don't know. I would just hope that it wouldn't be a situation on the first meeting that we got to like stay together. That's awkward. Yeah. Unless the, like the emo, like the feeling is just like you're super comfortable with this person, but that could still be kind of dangerous because there's a lot of crazy people out here that can pretend. Yeah, because folks was probably comfortable with Jeffrey Dahmer until exactly. he ate them. Exactly. So just be careful, man. But um, oh, okay. So once you finally get to the destination, whether it's a mutual, like a um, I like I live here, or whether it's a um, what's it called when we're from different locations, whether it's a mutual location, mm-hmm. or if you meet the person in their city, or if they come see you, who paying while we on this trip? Whoever asked to go on the trip, like okay, so whoever, whoever initiated, let's whoever hang initiates, out. yeah. Okay, so they there's pay. an expectation that the person flies here, get a hotel room that I don't have to pay Mm-mm. for when we go out. Because if I'm asking, like, to come you know, see- if I'm asking, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll take care of it. But ideally, the guy would initiate and pay. Okay. Because I'm just kind of traditional in that way. And that's fine. They had also like um, expectations. I was just curious. And everyone's going to be different. So, you know, if you have some different opinion, please share. We have no problem sharing it to the masses. So that's going to be another benefit of having guests too. Because our opinion may be totally different than someone else. So for looking sure. forward to this season. We're going to wrap this one up and go into our Keeping It Funky with Smunky. And at the end of the day with Cliss Bay. And my keeping it funky with funky moment is always know who you are when you walk in the room and you would never be surprised by the reactions of the people that are in attendance. Mm. The most, the more times I walk into different rooms, get different reactions, the more I realize people in security, the more I realize who's the most confident person in the room, the more mm-hmm. I realize Who's going to be the most helpful? You get all that based on energy. But I have to know who I am when I'm walking in here or I can't peep other people's energy. And it's just yes. a small nugget that I got when you talk about the gift of gab. You still yes. have to vet and do your own research and believe in because we're all believing in God, like not the individual. And when right. it comes to hip hop artists, you got to be able to decipher what's real versus fake. You going out here trying to buy a chain and that person don't even own that. Like we mentioned hmm. earlier. So it's like, you have to know who you are when you walk into the room so that you can pay attention to the people that's around you and you won't be fooled. That's what's up. I like that. So my at the end of the day with Cliss Bay Nugget is never shy away or be embarrassed by your past. You never know how your testimony will impact the next person. And, you know, I just kind of um, summed up my thoughts about preachers and rappers having a testimony having a story mm-hmm. and their ability to use storytelling to inspire to encourage and to build up an audience i love that i love that that's where it all starts i mean they mm-hmm. start with you know one or two people in the crowd and it continues to grow because other people can relate to what they have that's to right. share and talk about so i love that 100 as we close out today's episode remember investment before dividend always Keep doing right by others. Your reward is coming soon. Peace and love. love. 
Subscribe and tune in on all major platforms, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. New episodes will be available every other Tuesday. In the meantime, stay connected with us by following us on Instagram at underscore AMB underscore ISH. Please follow the link on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube page about my business ish.